1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
0: Next week on the podcast live, I want all three of us to use a bidet. (laughs) For sexual purposes? (laughs) Well, not necessarily. Let's see where it leads. You know, let's go into it with an open mind. (laughs) An, An open mind and a dirty anus.
2: This is The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody.
0: All right, do we want to start by uh, sharing what our favorite uh, holiday gift was?
3: No, I want to start by shaming you uh, for bringing just, you brought it so strong on the Levitart show this past week. Yeah, thank you. And and I feel like you should have saved your, you being pro-boob flashing for this show. Like I don't <laughs> like that you gave up
0: the goods on the levitard show okay first of all that didn't even come up on the levitard show did it i mean it it
3: i don't know that
2: greg brought it up i'm trying to remember
3: wait dad it well it was like on that social clip that like did it never actually make the podcast because like remember when you were in the you ranted about it on on the couch with jessica after the foot thing um i I watched it on social like it's it's definitely it was out on
0: social at the very least yeah you're right i did rant about that with jessica on the couch Right before she took
3: my w- shoe off. I was no, so was stuck after, on, on the was, whole
2: foot thing that I forgot anything was, they would have said before.
0: It was after she she took your shoe off.
2: She, I know, but the word, boob, the
0: word boobs never even came up. It came out of my lips. That's why I don't want to uh, remember really, it in that context. You really didn't have to say lips there. Um, <laughs> but... <Well. laughs> Well, you made it weird now, so now I don't want to talk about any of this anymore. <laughs> good. I mean, I, I don't want to talk about that anyway, except to accept your congratulations for my bofo performance on the Levitard show last week. It was pretty good. Bofo. I have to admit that. And, and the best part, which I should have saved for my own show, was that uh, I want to be the commissioner of the holiday season, which I think it needs a commissioner. I've got so many great ideas that uh, they're coming out my ass. And, you know, the first thing we need to do is get a whole list of holidays, And and I don't mean the little holidays. I mean all the big ones, probably starting with Valentine's Day, and working their way up right through uh, Christmas and Hanukkah. I I do think it
3: could be be a good bit to like have like a gavel sound for like order. The commissioner is speaking, right? And like ambient noise of like a meeting, and like all of a sudden it's as if you're all right. Thank you. It's it's you know
0: we're at April Fool's Day, right? This is not allowed. This is not a holiday. Okay, good. Yes, this this will be a recurring bit. On the podcast, beginning on... Is Valentine's Day officially the first major holiday of the season? Uh, Martin Luther King Day is coming up. Okay, I can't make fun of that, though. I'm a big fan of Marty's. We're not making... You don't have to make fun. It doesn't
2: mean you have to make fun of every holiday that comes up.
0: Right, that's true.
2: Greg, do you consider Leap Day a holiday? What day? Leap Day. We have Leap Day coming up. No. February 29th. It only happens once every four years.
0: Not a holiday. I know. That's why it's not a holiday. The Commissioner of Holiday Season says, unless you're celebrated uh, every single year, you're not a holiday.
2: No respect for Leap Day William. Correct.
0: None whatsoever. So uh, the Commissioner of Holiday Season will debut on our podcast the week we come out on uh, Valentine's Day. How about that? How about but, that? By the way, Christopher, I listened to, uh, in our 200th celebration episode last week, uh, you did that parody and We Didn't Start the Fire, and I actually listened to the song and tried to keep track of how many guest names you mm. sang okay. and it was comical to watch me try to write that fast because you know i <laughs> no no i listened to podcasts at 1.8 speed okay so well, you obviously have to slow it down no i didn't i listened You're- to it at 1.8 and you were like they were rapid fire at normal speed and to go like that at 1.8 was comical, so... Wait, you were trying to write down the words? No, I was just writing like five, four lines with a oh, slash, okay. like for five. And so I counted 67 names, hmm. but because they were going so fast, I think I probably missed a dozen, so it's probably around 80 names if I had to guess. All right, so you don't know how many it is, good. Yeah, I'm going to say 67 to 80. What you should have
2: counted was how many he left out. Yeah. What were the notable ones he left out? I mean, Izzy was top of mind because he had a hard time fitting that that rhythmically in. Izzy was one of the ones
3: that I had on my list. Like, you know, I I I had a list that my dad made that was just vaguely every guest. Like, I I don't think. (laughs) He did
2: not say stupid Steve or his baby. Yeah. Or Phlegm and his baby. Yeah. He left out the two youngest podcast guests ever. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. See,
3: I wasn't thinking more. I was just thinking of the syllables more than like trying to work in. I, I mean, there was a few I was definitely going to get to with the belly button doctor and the snuggler. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, Yeti, those would have been good to know before
0: I wrote the song. <laughs> but the things you needed to the thing you needed to do with Izzy Gutierrez is, is just refer to Iz. Just go with a quick Iz. No, it had to be Izzy.
3: I don't no, know what you're wouldn't. talking about. I call him Iz Yeti for people to know who I'm talking about.
2: I would have to at least get Izzy in there. I don't think so. You go, is Gutierrez. Da, da, da. Most people would not have even noticed an is. Right. Is like, it would have just been, been like, what like, word? Is what? Is who? Yeah. Who? Like, <laughs> is Gutierrez. <laughs> is right, Gutierrez. I mean, I guess you're
3: right. If I said, is Gutierrez, yes. maybe. But the closest everyone- thing,
2: if you're trying to do, when I, when I write a parody, I try to match similar rhyme scheme or try no. to find rhyming words with the original words as much as I can. And the, the their phrase British politician sex is close to Izzy Gutierrez, like it's not the same <laughs> at all. But like rhythmically, yeah. like 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 you, yeah, yeah. like with the syllables, and you know, it has a similar sound. But to make it fit in with everything else you're doing, it's still, it, it's not an easy task. How Christmas. do we feel okay. about the? How do we feel about the ingrown hair? Oh, I hate the ingrown hair. I pull them as quick as I can. I had one
3: that was super irritated before, but it seems to have calmed down. I don't really notice it as much right now
0: okay if it's
3: ingrown how do you see it you feel it it feels like a pimple almost mm-hmm. like it's it gets like really red and like irritated it feels like a really irritated pimple Ugh! it can get
2: infected what greg's acting like he's never had a zit before
3: i know dad have you seen your toe like what do you do what are you looking <laughs> i've never had ingrown hair i don't even know what that means have you seen the inside of your ears like you shouldn't like you need to sh- stop throwing stones well
0: first of all my ears are as clean as a baby's ass. Babies take very aggressive shits. I know, but then they're wiped clean with special uh, lotion and everything. Anyway.
2: You wipe with lotion. I'm okay. sorry. No, I went I'm to sorry. an
0: audiologist. <laughs> he's, never,
3: he's never wiped a, a, a baby since Michael. I... Has, Greg Cody hasn't wiped a baby since Michael.
2: You didn't help with Grayson's diapers?
3: No, he, no. he never. No, my mom would handle all the diapers. When, yeah, <laughs> I, don't, uh, I, don't, I don't go there.
2: Was that because Greg refused or lean says, I know better than to let him I think try?
3: everyone just kind of agreed, like, you know,
0: Nana's going to handle this.
2: Right. Uh,
3: and
0: plus, it's not like Graceland's asking for me. She's going, Nana, you know, that kind of thing. But anyway, to make a long story short, my ears are really clean. I thought I had a wax buildup. I didn't. It was just, I was just hard of hearing all these years. <laughs> so it turns out I have zero wax in my ears. My ears are wax free. I don't know how many people can say that. One just did. Okay. No, oh. I... I I
3: I have to admit that it's one of my it's one of the more embarrassing things at work where I have these like sometimes these headphones that I wear that are like the ear ones that go in the ear and I'll pull it out and like you'll see a little something on the thing like that's always an embarrassing feeling. It is an embarrassing feeling especially
0: if you're giving it to somebody else to wear. No
3: I mean it's just mine I wouldn't do that I'm just saying just the idea of like when I look at it I'm like oh my god is anyone looking over my shoulder right now like I always get this fear of that the whole office is about to be like dirty ears dirty ears.
2: I clean mine every day. With a don't tell me with a Q-tip. Not with a Q-tip. Yeah, I do with a Q-tip. I don't have a better option at the moment, Dad. Oh. What's your
3: strategy for peeing on toilets? Um, are are you <laughs> on toilets? No, my bad. I didn't mean like on toilets, but like when you're peeing at. Are you? Are you? You've told us you sit at night, right? Yes. And probably when, when you're at, let's say, like a stranger's house, right? Are you? Are you lifting the lid and then wiping off anything you get on those thing? Are you leaving the lid down and then just cleaning up if you make a little mess? Like what?
0: No, I I raise the. I don't sit. I sit in my own house and nowhere else to pee. So at a stranger's house, at a friend's house or whatever, I will lift the lid up, stand and pee, and then um, you know clean up after myself if there's any residue on the inner ring.
3: See, I'm I hate touching toilets. So if I walk in and, and a toilet seat is open but the 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 seat is down i will pee i i'm very accurate okay let me just say that on the front end like no, i will you, pee.
2: no no you have openly said you're inaccurate well, before no, no, no. <laughs> i've joked that at my
3: house late at night in the dark i will play the game of let's see <laughs> the sound game i never play that game at other people's houses but at <laughs> other people's houses i will just try to get my uh my 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 dart thrower out and I will just very accurately pee into the toilet, not get a single drop. If I do get any drops, I, of course, will clean it. But if I'm going to have to do a little cleaning anyways, why do I need to touch this thing? Like I'm, I'm going to wipe it off if I get any on it anyways. So
2: Why don't you just I, use a little toilet paper in the beginning and
3: lift the lid that, that, that way? Now yeah. I'm wasting more toilet paper. I, I'm, just, I, I'm just preferring not to touch anything. I will, I will clean anything that's needed, but I don't want to touch anything.
2: I use the Jessica method. I I related to her very much when she said she always uses her foot to like, I'll lift the lid with my foot. Yeah, Um, That's my public. That's
3: my strategy in
2: public. Yeah. Like, you know, with any flush in public. I lift it even at home. I do just really. It's just the habit that I have. Yeah. One time I gashed my knee at my friend's house because they had a, their sink was right beside their toilet and I was trying to lift it with my leg and I just gashed my knee right on the corner of their sink. That's an aggressive lift you were going for if you gashed your knee, but I'm an aggressive man, I guess. (laughs) Even at your house, you flush with your feet. I don't flush with my feet at home. No, but I I, I just habitually lift the lid with my foot. Yeah. I've lately, um,
0: made it not lately. I've done this practically my whole adult life. I make a challenge game out of uh, urinating. And, and what I do is I take a... Wa- I know this is a, a royal waste of toilet paper, and I apologize to Cheryl Crow. Oh, my God. And everybody else. Yeah. I take a big wad of toilet paper. Okay, and this is all time, so you got to be quick. I drop it in the toilet, and then I s- see how quickly I can unzip, whip it, and, and <laughs> pee on the toilet paper. And the challenge is... Am I, (laughs) is my pee hitting the toilet paper before it has absorbed entirely into the water bowl? And so I'm a victor. If my pee wets some of the toilet <laughs> wad before it totally, you, you am I explaining myself I, well? I get it. <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. And it's it's usually a very quick decision. I'm like an umpire in the toilet. I'm going safe. That's
3: hee
2: three.
0: Hee <laughs> yeah, haw
3: three. I just love the idea of mom walking by the bathroom and just hearing hee
0: haw three. <laughs> <laughs> She's heard worse out of that bathroom. Believe me trust me on that one but uh like what you you know like what sounds of uh sounds of the ring of honor that's what um so you guys don't never make a challenge out of uh peeing a game of it no no
3: I, i i well i've said late at night sometimes when it's dark i will just be like let's see if i can get this right you know that's the only game i'd say i play
2: the closest thing to a challenge is just don't just let me not pee my pants Let's go. I, you know, that, that's all. That's it. Well,
0: the reason, he, it's funny what he says about trying to be accurate late at night. The reason I, sit, the reason I started sitting to pee was, you know, it's, it's 2.19 in the morning, and I don't want to wake my wife, who's a very light sleeper. I mean, she sleeps when I blink my eyes, or, or she wakes, wakes <laughs> up when I blink my eyes. So, so what I do is I, I aim it so that the pee goes right on the porcelain. And makes no sound whatsoever. Yeah, the wall, no of tink course. Tink That's the optimal right. late night spot is the wall. I know, inside. but the only way to guarantee that is sitting right. and aiming. Aiming uh, short uh, term, you know.
2: It would wake me up too much to sit. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, nothing wakes me. Especially when, when half the time I'm sleepwalking to the bathroom. It would wake you too much to sit. Yeah. That's- well, I mean, look, I'm, I'm, half the time I'm sleepwalking to the bathroom. I will wake up just in the bathroom. <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, it's, it's already a precarious situation just getting there. Do you put, and, do you
3: put like couches, couch pillows in the oven? I've not what? done that.
2: No, no, I haven't done that. That's, I've never, I don't think I've ever left my room. It's from Step Brothers. Oh yeah. I don't think I've ever left my room. Um, yeah, I haven't seen Step Brothers. I wasn't sure if that was a Michael thing or, or your something. Your bathroom's
3: you did. in your room because you have a master bathroom. Is that what you're doing?
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, there's a door, but yeah. 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 Same um, with
0: ours two doors because we have a toilet closet mm-hmm. sometimes i sit um and i get drowsy and i fall asleep right on the toilet my heads my <laughs> my uh chin is on my upper chest and yeah, I, at times the wife has to wake me what, to your
3: mom me. has found you in there yeah god that's gotta be horrific she probably thinks she's like where's my
2: husband <laughs> i know she she's thinks dead. i'm denied or something she's like greg
0: are you okay i uh and then i'm back in bed and i'm asleep in 10 seconds
2: that that's happened to me in you know, like in the evening like after dinner or something if i'm on the toilet something. yeah if, dude i after i've fallen asleep with food in my mouth i'm sitting with two people here who have fallen asleep at the toilet yeah i don't get enough sleep i work really hard a lot and i don't <laughs> yeah. I don't get enough sleep yeah, I but I, no, no, trust me,
3: I fall asleep <laughs> a lot of places, guys, like couch, any spot I am on the couch, I'll fall asleep. Sometimes when I'm driving, I got to slap myself in the face, but- oh, that's not good. On the toilet? Yeah. yeah. I've never fallen
0: asleep on the toilet. It's one of the most comfortable places on earth. No, it's sitting not. On the, that sitting z- on the ring of honor. No, it's not it. the, you it.
3: kidding me. you lean back and like the back is cold. Like
0: it's- I love it. It's designed to cradle your ass. It's a beautiful, <laughs> uh, beautiful piece of furniture. But Yeti, you know, when you fall asleep uh, with food in your mouth, there's a word for that. It's called
2: choking. Yeah. I would be very careful about that if I were you. First time that happened was after freedom, and it's happened several times ever since. Wow. Yeah. But well, well, you well. don't
0: faint like I sometimes do, right?
2: No, no, I don't. I don't. Okay. Not yet. Is
0: this the injury report? What are we doing
2: here? Not, not quite.
0: <laughs> um, speaking of the injury report, um, my friend Jim March died. Jesus. And, um <laughs> i know that's a, just an, the most horrible
3: transition,
1: transition. Possible.
0: and i'm I, i'm not
3: making
1: finally, light here you're finally
0: um, getting good at these transitions dad thank you yeah but um in all seriousness uh first of all levitard show uh promoted the column i wrote uh tribute column i wrote to jim and uh thank you dan because uh it it tripled in page views from about uh 1800 to i don't know i'm not so sure it was because the Levitart show i'm thinking no. it was just
3: a little four or five day after word of mouth it could be
0: yeah you never know <laughs> <laughs> i doubt it but you never know but um you know jim was my he's the one who created my career for me he hired me he gave me my big chance and honestly you know when i was 17 years old i was not a go-getter personality uh, I went to the interview only because I was cajoled to do it by my older brother, the famous Uncle Dick. And so if he had not hired me, it's not like I was gung-ho to be a writer and go to college and have a big career in journalism. I probably would never have done that if Jim March hadn't happened to hire me that day. So my whole life changed because of him. And he passed away last week at age 80, un- unexpectedly, an, an older man, but in good health and an unexpected turn of events for him. And, Um, I I wanted to write that tribute to him and also mention it on my podcast because I would not be here on a on a podcast uh, speaking to you with an actual audience, um, if it weren't for Jim Martz decades ago saying you're hired, literally with those two words he changed my life and um, uh, I'm forever grateful to him and I made a point that he knew it and that's why about a year ago maybe maybe more than a year ago we had him on the podcast uh to talk about uh, that beginning for me, and I and I want to re-listen to it because I, I honestly don't remember exactly what was discussed exactly in that exchange we had, and uh, and sadly I never imagined it would be one of the last times I spoke to him. Uh, I saw him just a couple of months ago in in the press box at a Canes base uh, football game, but you know we just barely said more than hello because when you run across someone a lot, you don't always take the time to have a nice long conversation because you never ever. Imagine it's going to be the last time you see them. So um, I'd like to re- relive um, some of my conversation with Jim Martz. It's a treat to have this guy on because uh, he hired me. He's to blame. Do you remember
3: hiring my dad? Because it would make me laugh if you didn't.
1: Oh, I absolutely do remember. Okay. When I ran that uh, little ad in the Broward section of the Herald, it was about maybe three paragraphs saying we were looking for someone to answer the phones on Friday nights and take high school football results and basketball results and write short little stories and I to my surprise I think I got 15 to 20 responses from people of all walks of life including a woman who was a girls gym instructor in high school and I got when I got Greg's application that one stood out because it included an article that you had written for the school paper it MacArthur High School at Hollywood, and you were critical of the football coach and the program, and deservedly so, because they hadn't won a game that year. I think they are like 0-9 or 0-10, but the reason that jumped out to me is not that I'm looking for something negative, but it meant that the high school coach or mentor that you had who was running the school paper was willing to let you express your opinion. You know, most school papers would say... We can only run things that are positive news. We just can't run anything like that. And when I realized that they were letting you express your opinion, to me, as a journalist, that's good news. Yeah. And so yep. that, that made the big difference in why you got hired.
3: Wow. So because your high school newspaper editor was good at their job, you got hired. Good.
0: <laughs> when I say, Jim, that you were responsible for my career, I think it's because I don't remember me at 17 having a whole lot of uh, drive and initiative. I don't think I knew at that time exactly what I wanted to do for a living, despite having written for the school paper. And um, I, I think if you hadn't hired me, I don't know that I was going to pursue it. I don't know that I I would have been looking for another ad in a, in the paper, or, you know, I might have just gotten a job bagging groceries at the time and just gone on to do something totally out of the, the public eye. So it, it really makes me believe in fate a little bit, just the idea of, of how things that are meant to happen are meant to happen. But uh, but you definitely were... Uh... <laughs> no question, just... That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> There was no question at the end of that.
1: Greg, I think we should also give credit to the late John Wolin, because after I was Broward Sports Editor and went working again full-time at the Herald office in Miami, John came along as Sports Editor for the Broward Herald. He'd been at the Sunset Hall, and he did a great job in helping you, I believe, with writing and so forth. Oh, Yes. And I I have a John Wolland story if you have time for it.
0: Absolutely. John Wolland was a a great mentor and and friend.
1: He was. He was uh, covering high schools at the same time I was covering high schools for the Herald. He was at the Sun Sentinel. And one night, on a Friday night, we were covering a, a high school football game, I think with Billard and Plantation, at Lockhart Stadium, and a violent thunderstorm came and wiped out the game at halftime. Well, we had to still file our stories. And after we filed them, we're walking out to the parking lot, and we discovered that we had been locked in <laughs> to Lockhart Stadium. The gates were locked, we couldn't get out of the parking lot without climbing a fence. <laughs> well... John Wallen was a little person, and there'd been such a heavy rain. I'm not exaggerating. The rain was halfway up to his waist. Yeah. Carrying his laptop, my laptop, we managed somehow or other to climb over that fence, and the rest is history. (laughs) True story. (laughs) Wow.
0: I would love uh I would love to see John Woolworthin scaling a fence. I just cannot picture that. But uh, uh wow. That's uh
1: Well he he got up for that, including the barbed wire at the top. Jesus <laughs>
0: crazy <laughs> um jim uh, i'll let you go i'm sure we'll bump into each other uh at a few um games this fall and um in all seriousness i i really do appreciate what you meant in my career because you were the starting point and um uh, i've really appreciated you over all these years thanks thanks jim and jim on the way out you can confirm for us that you're not
3: adam mckay <laughs> who <laughs> no okay good i just want to make sure my dad has been fooled recently <laughs> by people pretending to be people Named Adam McKay. I just want to make sure you're not Adam McKay. You're actually Jim Martz.
1: Not, not my latest knowledge.
3: <laughs> <laughs> thank you, man. It was very uh, nice meeting you. Yeah, thanks again, Jim.
1: Appreciate it. You. Great talk. I look forward to seeing you at the Canes games. Yep, me too.
0: Well, Jim Martz, it's, uh, <laughs> it was great hearing your voice again and also, and also very sad. And uh, thank you for everything you've meant to, to me in my life. Uh, and, you know, rest in peace. My old friend and mentor. Thanks, Jim. The
3: question is, will you name your next dog after him? <laughs> Jim? <laughs> a maybe, dog named Jim? Maybe Martz? Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. Because the last time last time you tried to do that after you lost a friend, it backfired.
0: It did.
2: It did. <laughs> that's true. I forgot about that.
0: I wanted to n- name uh, the eventual Charlie, the eventual jumping Charlie began named... And it it completely backfired <laughs> on me, and uh, I've, <laughs> I've never committed a faux pas that was so unintentional and so meant as a tribute and so backfired right in my face. Just, I felt like uh, you know the the road runner on uh, you know Wily e. Coyote, uh, you know where the the dynamite the oh. Acme dynamite explodes in his face, and then a minute later he's back to normal. So I that's f- the way it was with me as I well. F-
3: I feel like I want. To explain to the audience that doesn't remember that inside joke and just explain a little bit. But my dad had a friend who passed away, a very close family friend.
1: And very
0: unexpectedly.
3: Very unexpectedly. They get a dog and my dad and mom think, you know what, to honor our late friend, we're going to name our new dog after this friend. And they told the friend's family with a wife and kids and
2: it did not go over well. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: they were, this yeah. is after Greg had his first fainting spell at the funeral, right? Yep. Correct. That yeah. was a uh, that was a downright backfire. Yeah. <laughs> but it
0: came from such a, a pure place in my heart. I honestly meant to, to honor my my great friend and, and I remember I ran it past you. You thought it was a great idea. I don't know if I thought it was a great idea. I believe you did. I
2: thought it was a good name for a dog. <laughs> yeah no that is a good name for a dog yeah. however
0: okay at any rate you know we we
2: live and we learn don't we in yeah. this world mm-hmm. we should go to break <laughs> yeah we, I think we all need a break after that we all need to go pee yeah go pee pee <laughs>
3: Oh, a story was told. (laughs) Let me remind you, Greg Cody is old. (laughs) Check out Sheets and Giggles is what they say. Please go right now. Don't wait till May. Oh, a story was told. <laughs> uh, whatever. Just go to sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg. Promo code Yeti. Because Yeti wrote, I mean, mine was pretty awesome. But besides, Yeti did some pretty good ones as well. So we're going to give Yeti his own promo code. Support Yeti. Support Sheets and Giggles. Sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg. Promo code Yeti. Y-E-T-I. Do it right now. It is 24% off until January 24th. Promo code Yeti at sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg, promo code Yeti.
2: That promo code Yeti gets you an extra 10% off the 24.
3: Oh, 34% off until January. Or something. Yeah, you know, go buy yourself a damn pillowcase. That's it? Just a pillowcase? Nah, I'm kidding. You know, get the whole, they already, ha- everyone already has the mattress probably, but if you don't, <laughs> you got to get the mattress. That's
0: gotta
2: true. It. Do they sell duvets? Does Sheets and Giggles sell duvets? Yes. Or no? Do they do. They- you can get you can get comforters there, and you can get duvet covers there too to to wrap that comforter up.
3: I'm not gonna lie; when you first said that, I thought you said bidet, and I was like, "Why would they sell those?" <laughs> well, but you know, if, if you've met Colin, <laughs> maybe,
0: maybe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've never used a bidet in my life. Speaking of toilets, which I have we did one. a lot early in the show. Have you? I have one. Yeah, yeah. It's, or I've got the atta- you know one of those attachments and stuff.
3: Colin does seem like a guy who'd have a bidet.
2: Yeah. Cause he's, who cause does he, seem he, he, like a guy who would have a bidet? Because he seems cleanly and he seems, you know, let's face it, he's got some dough. It's life-changing. Mine cost me $25. You have a bidet? A bidet attachment, yeah. I'm not going to lie, Yeti, you don't look like someone who has oh, a bidet. Oh, I, I'm sure, but it, it's it's life-changing. It. <laughs> oh, you
3: have one that's on your toilet? That's, yeah, one of the I attachments, think, yeah. I think I,
2: Alex has that, my friend Alex. go through the trouble of, like, waddling over to a separate attachment, I don't think.
3: I think Collins is, like, its own thing in his, like, lu- like luxurious bathroom
0: that's the size of my living room. <laughs> okay, so without, without getting too graphic, to someone who never has used a bidet, I want you to explain to me as specifically as you can the intention of a bidet. It's water just
3: getting shot right up your asshole to clean it. Okay, that's
0: what I thought. <laughs> it's cleaning the anus. Yes directly like with, a, just nice, that with a nice
2: firm stream yep reduces wow. the amount of toilet paper you have to use mm-hmm. keeps me from having to feel like i have that, to go jump in the shower picture you know pressure cleaning yeah mm-hmm. that's,
0: what, that's it that's it are people known to use a bidet for sexual gratification
2: uh yes not me but yes oh whoa that was a quick answer by Yeti. A little too quick. When I first heard about these bidet attachments uh, on on the, the Rock ninety two back home, uh, had uh, two guys named Chris was their show, and they had a guy that sold them bidets. Like, just hey, I want to give you guys my product. It was a company called USA Bidet. I don't think they're around anymore, but <laughs> great name. But that's where I first heard about these attachments. USA Bidet, bidip. That's what I was. <laughs> I
3: was just thinking of that. Hee haw, three bidip. <laughs> What's the bedip?
0: I, I, I don't know
3: what the bedip is, but he used to do
0: it. <laughs> what was it? Where'd it come from? I don't know. Dick, uh, the famous Uncle Dick. A week after that aired on the podcast, he sent me uh, sort of an, an icy email uh, basically saying, I invented Haw 3 and Badea. <laughs> that he did. Yeah. yeah. But if- <laughs> now, I think that's wrong. I invented Haw 3. He may have invented Badea, and I just put them together. Can you read that email
3: to us? I'm interested what a steamy email from Uncle Dick sounds like.
2: Hee-haw three so while he's looking at that email one of their producers suggested that yes she had used it for um uh sexual purposes and that it was a fairly common thing to do is that right so yeah I uh, next week on the podcast live. I want all three of us to use a bidet <laughs> for sexual
0: purposes. Well, not necessarily. Let's see where it leads. You know, let's go into it with an open mind <laughs> an, an open mind and a dirty anus.
2: It'll be an interesting so, uh, clip yeah. for social. Both of us, all of us, can't wipe for a full week. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I couldn't walk
0: for a full week if that jet stream is as is uh, <laughs> <as, as, laughs> terrible as I, I imagine it is. Um, terrible. Okay, I can't. I can't find
3: this. I'm I'm gonna the idea of Greg trying to find an email. Oh,
2: it's true. We did send him on a fool's errand to know how to search his email. You
3: just go to the top and you type in Uncle Dick's email. Like, how many emails
0: has he sent you? I don't know. He he sends me quite a few emails. AOL may not have
2: that function, Chris. I mean,
0: (laughs) I want to mention real quick while I'm thinking of it because it's a a, a minor point, but I want to state it. Um, Our book, my book with Ron McGill, "The Pride of a Lion," has uh, uh, an event and and book signing. This Tuesday evening, January 9th, so anyone living in the Miami area who wants to uh, and is interested in the book or in Ron McGill or I or whatever is welcome to drop by. hope to see you there. Should, should we give a little, like, password right now that anybody that
3: shows up that listened to this podcast today, like, and says something to you? Like, I
0: don't know, like, what could we offer people? Well, we can, uh, I, I will give them a free book if they come up to me and whisper seductively Hee haw three, badap. Whoa. (laughs) So they have to whisper it? (laughs) Well, you know, I don't want them to embarrass themselves by saying it in full voice in a crowded room. Okay. (laughs) But it
3: has to be because, like, because if somebody could just stumble in and not hear this and just be like, hey, Greg, hee haw three, like, we want, in order to make it known that you're doing it because of this, what you're hearing, right? Even if you're across the table, because I'm imagining a book signing where people come up to a table and you're sitting there. Like you have to do some sort of lean in where you have to like wave my dad's face in as if you have a secret to tell him. Like it's, like don't, don't just do the hee-haw three, like bring him right. in like, hey
0: Greg, Right
3: 3, bede-up. three. Bede-up. <laughs> But then you
0: have to make a good faith effort at hee-haw three, up. Now you just said you're going to give these, that person a free book? Yeah, the first one who does it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come in with a, a book of my own. And uh, because people in the, in the line to get a book signed have already bought a book. So I'm going to have an extra free book to give the first person who says. See, but these people all are in line with the book. Now this is becoming an awkward
3: situation where now someone has to cut the line and come up to you before they grab the book and get in line.
0: I don't know. Let's not yeah. make it too complicated. <laughs> That's why we're, we're 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 trying to give away book free books to listeners and our contests are too convoluted and nobody's entering. And- How about just do it to my dad and then he'll be like, hey, you're the first person to do this and you will have that
3: that just. A little interaction with my dad, where he goes, "Hey!" Although knowing my dad, he'll forget about this and then look at you <laughs> like you're a crazy person. It could be. It's just like,
2: yeah, "All right, yeah, three. yeah, hee, hee, three." All right, see ya. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> you're right. That is very likely that I would do that. Um, hey, anybody want to hear dad jokes? Three facts, Jack. It'd be the first of the year. Nope. All right. See you guys later. Good episode. <laughs> no, nope, not a good episode without and time. dad jokes.
3: Time. And three facts,
0: Jack. No, no imaging yet for dad jokes, huh?
2: Yeah, I'm working on it. Doesn't it doesn't deserve it. Okay, I think it does.
3: Number three. It's always great when we can hear you grab the paper. It's just a real... How about that? Can you hear that? Let me <laughs> hold the paper up like without me being able to see it. Hold the paper up a little bit. Uh.
0: Okay. Yeah, those, that, that's too many lines. That second one's too long. Go. The third one is very short. Okay, dad jokes. Number three. What did the astronaut
2: want for Christmas? Mistletoes. Dumb.
0: Number yeah, I don't t- like that.
2: No, that's pretty Nobody good. Nobody gives anybody mistletoe Christmas. You, no. you, do, you give them things underneath the mistletoe, baby. Right. Here's,
0: here's one thing about the dad joke. You don't overanalyze it. Number two, what do you call a pig that does karate? I wasn't listening. Go ahead, do it again. Link. What do you call a pig that does karate? A pork chop. Okay, not bad. Number one, what did dad say at 1159 on New Year's Eve? What did Dad
3: say at 11.59 on New Year's Eve? That's what I said.
0: Honey, I want a divorce. Like, I hate this segment. I promise not to make any more bad jokes for the rest of the year. Oh, Greg. Three Facts Jack!
2: There are three things that interest him, so sit right back for Three Facts Jack. I'm not happy with that last one. I'm sorry, Greg. Uh, Well? It's
0: timely. It's a New Year's Eve joke. Number three. And that's all it is. Sloths, those tree-hugging masters of life in the slow lane, travel an average of only about 125 feet a day and move so slowly that moss and algae
2: grow on their fur. Did you, did you know that they, will actually, that they have these uh, insects that they'll eat for the sole purpose of getting high? I did not. Yeah, they're these like these worms that like, they'll 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 eat them and they'll rub them all over their skin and stuff and get high and it gives them a, a trip because it's this mildly toxic thing. Is that what makes yeah.
0: them go so slow, or do they go uh, artificially fast after doing that <laughs> while high? <Sloss laughs> I think it just probably
2: slows them down even more. I don't. I, I didn't get that far into the video. I watched. That is pretty crazy.
3: Like I know, like I'm picturing this one Disney movie where my daughter watches, where a sloth is always
2: just like, yeah, uh, yeah i think zootopia i think
3: yeah yeah zo- oh good movie actually um five feet a day i just did the math on what you said 125 feet a day yeah right no no so, so fi- like 40 so, no, yards no, no my bad my bad so five feet an hour is what right. that breaks down to yeah if you-
0: that's just crazy that is insane. we should late. ask
2: mcgill who who would win a foot race a sloth or like a giant tortoise not a bad question. I bet the tortoise wins. Not a bad yeah. question. Yeah. No, there, there's a really good episode of Stuff You Should Know on Sloths. I, I, everyone should check it out after they listen to this. Right. Number two,
0: Martin Van Buren was the only U.S. president whose first language was not English after growing up in a Dutch-speaking community in New York. Historians say his Dutch accent would be apparent only when he is visibly excited.
2: Greg, did that Van Buren thing come up because you listened to the Jen Mart's interview from, from 2022? No. Did he mention Van Buren? You did after Jim. We, we revealed to you some, uh, that, uh, some things you were doing while waiting for Jim to answer the call. That's where I caught this first burp Brad, uh, burping Brad out in the wild. And uh, um, uh, you would, right before that, you sang Tippecanoe and Tyler too, which had oh. to do with uh, the presidential race against Martin Van Buren. Wow. No, that's totally coincidental. All right, I'll get out of the way now. That's crazy. Number one. That's crazy. <laughs>
0: Before he had flying reindeer, Saint Nicholas, Santa Claus, delivered gifts
2: on a donkey. Dominic the donkey. hee haw hee haw hee haw Ee-haw! <laughs> <laughs> three. Chris, Santa, ring ring huh? he said,
0: Chris threatened to kill Santa. Apparently,
2: huh? Is it Chris threatened to kill Santa? Apparently. That was, that was just Lewis in my headset saying that
0: he did that, and I was like, that's funny.
3: I'm going to say that.
2: Oh <laughs> right, so now you're casting the blame on him, right? Yeah, yeah <laughs> you can't do that.
0: Never threaten to kill Santa Claus. Let's just start there. Probably wise. I want to talk about um, how much I hate uh, Michigan and how much I want Washington to win the national championship game Monday night in college football, even though want- I don't do- give a crap about either team. I was about, do you want me to do the thing again where I tell you that you don't actually care that much? or that we? No, I, I, right I don't, right. don't care at all about either program. Like, I, I have not watched a single Michigan game in its entirety or a single Washington game all year. Uh, I can't name a single Washington Husky other than the quarterback Michael Penix. I don't know that I can name a single Michigan player other than the coach Jim Harbaugh. But I have a rooting interest because I think it's very, very bad that Michigan, under this cloud of cheating and spying, uh, is allowed to reach the play for the national championship. I don't think it's good. I think it's bad for the sport. I think it demeans college football, and and uh, I just think it's very bad. I'm going to be a huge Washington fan. Nobody else cares about that. Like, am I? I have a I, feeling I, I'm in the real minority. Yeah, I mean,
3: I think because most people feel like you do, and they're just like, yeah, it's it's fine. Like, don't do that but you've decided that this is a stance you really care about. I care enough to be a big Washington fan for one night in my life. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of people are kind of like, you know, rooting for Washington because of that. But when I think of this Jim Harbaugh thing, I think of one of my favorite comedians on the internet, Joey Molinaro. yet yeah, you've probably seen him before. He does like impressions. He does a good Chris Collinsworth, but he does a good, the one thing about Jim Harbaugh, like as much as I want to defend him, when you try to get all high and mighty, he does seem incredibly guilty with like every single interaction he has with the media <laughs> through all of this. His just vibe right. is just very like, ah, uh, yeah, uh like, you know what I mean? So right. anyways, this, this kid does an impression yet. Yeah, you can maybe drop the real audio in of this, but I'm going to show you guys
2: it. Coach, what a finish, what a game. Take us through what was going through your head on that last play.
1: Well, first off, I hope, uh, Everybody enjoyed watching uh, out there. What a game, uh, you know, together. And uh, that's what we did. We, 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 we came together. And uh, it was just, we're, we're going to uh, celebrate this incredible moment. You said if you're going to take this win, it was going to take the entire talk, talk, team. Talk to, to the, be- talk to this guy. Talk, talk to this
3: guy right here. <laughs> and then he runs off.
0: <laughs> That's great. That's a good imitation. The, the thing I do, if, if I didn't have an animus against um, Michigan, I would rave about this as an interesting championship game simply because uh, Washington's only national title was in 1991, and Michigan hasn't won since 1997.
2: Weren't both of those shared, uh, Washington's last title and Michigan's last title, weren't they both joint champions?
0: Uh, no, uh, Washington won in 91. It was actually a split championship with Miami. And That's Miami, what I thought. Yeah. Miami was the main winner. And Michigan, Michigan
2: split with Nebraska, right?
0: Michigan was the main winner in 97, but Nebraska did have a piece of the title. So it, it amazes me that Michigan uh, gets to be this big national top five all-time college football program when they have won one national championship since 1948 unless what? you're
3: listening to this on tuesday and they might have won two. <laughs> that's correct they might I, have won I, two. I, that's I, what I, I tried to tell you we could talk we could do this later in the episode when we have a little bit actually this
2: use it we could do a recap next <sighs> week is what you were suggesting yeah. christopher forgot the episode comes out on monday
3: no you did and you're like doing like a preview for this game i mean i know most people listen on monday but it's just thank Whatever.
0: you Thank you very much. (laughs) I also wanted to um, uh, talk about the Dolphins-Bills game, and you know what? We're going to do that, but later. We can right now, actually, if you want. Okay, let's do it. Because that that was, I refer to that as the biggest Dolphins home game in 30 years. Oh, that was before the game. That's correct. But the game already happened. Did the game live up
3: to that august description well we we already know we, let's talk about it
0: okay let's do
3: <laughs> I cannot believe that the Dolphins blew this division just looking at this one game sample size it's like yeah they lost to the Bills like that makes sense but the where the Dolphins were five to six weeks ago multiple games up on the Bills is just this is a tough one to swallow
0: yeah the Bills got really hot at just the right time And the Dolphins got really injured at just the wrong time. It's two years in a row with McDaniel. I know you can say injuries... You get off to a great start
3: and you take a big shit at the end of the season what, like excuse, the, the bills were beat up too, like I really don't want to hear about the the injuries okay. like they, the, the, the fact is the dolphins what was their record what, like where were what was the dolphins' best record so far this season?
0: I think at one point they were like 10 and three weren't they i'm not positive I would have to look. Ten and three would be a one and three finish. I mean they, they did not finish strong. The injuries are a factor. I mean, at one point they had Melvin Ingram, a 34-year-old linebacker, covering a tight end deep. That should not happen. And it wouldn't happen if they didn't have so many injuries. I mean, they're without Raheem Mostert and, and Jalen Waddle tonight. You know, you, you can push it off as, I don't want to hear that, but it's a fact. I mean, it, I mean the, the, the Bills are missing three key defensive I, players. I get it. I'm just saying... This Miami team is not the Miami team we've seen most of the season, unfortunately. Now, I will say if I'm gonna put a positive spin on this, personally, they got a better chance winning in Kansas City next week than, than winning a rematch against the Bills. The Bills just have their number.
3: The Dolphins were leading midway through that game. I like like yeah, maybe in that like the Bills are scarier this year than the Chiefs. Yes, they are. That's all you can say, though. Like, if you just look at the path, if, you, if you're looking at the two paths, the Dolphins' path just got so insanely harder. Right, it did. At Kansas City, at Buffalo, at Baltimore is right. now the path where it would have been home against the Steelers, home against the Bills in Baltimore. Right. Like, I get you. Yes, the Chiefs have been less impressive than the Bills this season, but it's a much more difficult path that they just carved out oh, for themselves.
0: It's, it's terribly difficult. I mean, but but it would have been either way. I mean, there, there's just there's just no way that this is an easy path for them. You know, unless you have Pittsburgh. I mean, a, a tie game would have given them Pittsburgh. That's about the only way you can say, all right, they, they got an easy first game. Otherwise, there's no such thing as an easy first game. Now,
3: how did you experience our watch along thing, where, where you covered the game from uh, a press box that we created in our studio? Uh, it, it went over great on social. I think okay. you crushed it. It was a, a huge help to the content for us being able to go to you at times yeah. late in the game. We definitely annoyed you a little bit. I feel like we were largely respectful. We did we poked a little bit, but we were largely respectful.
0: Yeah, it it was interesting. You know, I like doing new stuff. <laughs>
3: It is. I'm honestly like, as the person who thought of the idea, I kind of want to tap myself on the back. Like this, it's a changing industry, right? You don't have to be at games anymore. And I just think the way we did it has never been done that way before. Like kind of writing a column live while mic'd up is not really something I've seen done. Like granted, we didn't do a lot of X's and O's on your column. right? You know, I don't even think we promoted it a lot. (laughs) <laughs> okay. But I do think more people will be apt to check it out, Lebetsard Show fans, because of just, like, let's see what he ended up writing after right. all that nonsense.
0: Okay. A little uh, promoting it a little more would have helped. But, uh, you know, I'll, uh, I'll... But you being on the show and talking about your column, I, okay. that does promote it. All right. Uh, it, it was an interesting experience. I can't, you know, I, I sort of feel a little bit guilty From a professional standpoint, I probably should have been in the press box. No, but you're working. You're making content, dude. I'm
3: telling you, you're creating more buzz around this article than it would have just been a normal article. And now there's this interesting tidbit to it. Uh, I think you're, it's not like you were at home. Like this is, you worked harder than if you were just at home writing it. Oh, for sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I probably worked harder than if I were at the stadium writing it, if I'm being honest. But um, it was interesting. I'm glad I did it. I'm I'm glad I did it. Uh, But. It was probably something sounds like you did not enjoy it i I have second thoughts whether I should have done it. I'm being very honest with you um I you know I like doing different stuff i'm I'm glad I did it. I had the okay of the Herald. It's not like I went renegade and and just decided to do this. I had the okay, so it went fine It, right. it was good as I move on because it doesn't seem like you want to talk about
3: that. <laughs> I just looked at the AFC standings. The Steelers can go get one in Buffalo. If the Steelers go get one in Buffalo and then we win, we're not going to Buffalo next week. I mean, the week after. I'm, I'm looking ahead now. I guess we need to worry about the right. Chiefs. I mean, I, this, is the, this is the year to get the Chiefs. That's all I can say.
0: It is. that that's, that's the only reason why I think that what happened tonight may have been a blessing in disguise. You're going to pick the Dolphins, are you? I don't know yet. <laughs> I feel like you are. Ooh,
3: Tyreek going back to Kansas City because the last time – was in germany so it wasn't
0: really a reunion game you know he's gonna be sky high for the game that's for sure arthur smith fired yeah that's no surprise um has the washington guy been fired yet rivera probably by the time this airs on tuesday he's expected to get fired on monday but uh i just don't know i'm more optimistic right now moving forward about the dolphins than you are the dolphins have to win next week for this to be a good season I do not disagree in the least, uh, in the least. They have to win a playoff game, 100%, not even a question mark. It's a disappointing season if they don't win a playoff game, even with the injuries. Having said that, this is not the same Dolphin team right now that, that we've been raving about all season. And and it, it just isn't. I this mean, this
3: Dolphins team had a minus ninety-one point differential this season against teams that made the playoffs. Yep. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, other than this team was- is good against bad teams. Yeah. like that's what like, They can maybe prove to be more than that, but as of right now, they are just that team that's better than all the bad teams, but not better than all the good teams. Yeah,
0: they enter the playoffs with a lot left to prove, and unfortunately, they have a lot left to prove with a depleted roster. I don't know if we're going to get uh, some of these guys back. Jalen Waddell, I think, uh, and, and Raheem probably will be back next week, but it's a short week. And I think... Who knows? I think, like... <sighs> I said this a few weeks ago, and I think
3: we can wait a few weeks to do this show. I don't want to do the question to Tua show, but you see Tua out of the pocket on that one bootleg run play where it looked like it took him two months to get seven yards. Right. He ran for the first down. It was like a, it looked like a designed bootleg run, which I hadn't yeah. seen all season. Yeah. So, But that looked so painful for him. When you see Josh Allen on third and 15 make right. seven guys miss – And it's just hard to look at those two quarterbacks. I don't care how accurate Tua is. And I don't care how many interceptions Josh Allen throws because Tua throws his share of them. Mm -hmm. There's a gap there.
0: There is, but again, Josh Allen is 30 pounds heavier. That's, that's, That's good. He is more suited to being a running... Threat. Got to get one of those. Well, but you're also talking about Tua who's had concussion issues, and he's terrified to run. He does not want to run. He's not a runner. He wants to get rid of the ball in 2.3 seconds. Josh
3: Allen, when the play breaks down, he might throw an interception, but he might run for 70 yards. Tua,
0: to have success, the play has to go perfectly. If it doesn't go perfectly, we're Well, to have success, he also needs his weapons out there, all of his weapons. Uh, not just Tyreek, who's on a, a bad ankle. That's what people underestimate right now. Tyreek Hill's been playing the last three or four games with a bad he ankle. He
3: did a backflip after his touchdown today. I understand. <laughs> I mean, he's one of these guys that, he, which he should because he's so fast. Like, he likes the narrative out there of he's. Like, he loves you saying that. Okay. And I'm not saying he's not in pain. It's a, It's a painful sport, but... It's hard, to, it's hard to make a case for the injured guy when he did a backflip after his touchdown. That. You're right. I can't argue with the backflip. You got me on that one. Let's, <laughs> let's save a lot of this conversation. Let's, just, let's end this now. The Dolphins, hopefully they can get one in Kansas City. And I think the way Kansas City's looked, they can.
0: They're only a three-and-a-half-point underdog. Like, let's see what happens. I'm, I'm just saying, for me, for my money, I like their chances of winning in Kansas City more than I like their chances of beating Buffalo. Are you going to Kansas City? I don't know yet. I might. Me neither. I might. Okay. We'll see you there maybe. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That kind of thing. Exactly. That kind of thing. Pod family. Oh, are we done? Are we wrapping it? That's it. Yeah, pod family. This has been a wild, crazy episode. Appreciate you coming along for the ride every time, including this time. Uh, I'm on the fir- 41st floor of a gigantic building I'm terrified And now I'm going to be uh, scaling the outside of the building Like Spider-Man And heading home Good night I mean, people have no context for what you just said It's after midnight in my hotel
3: room Because I got a room at the Elser right. Because we're doing a show the next morning After this watch along Now that people have that context They now know why you will be scaling a building Okay
0: <laughs> All right And I'll be driving home Like a normal human being Because yeah, you don't have to work till Tuesday It's like, a That kind of thing That kind of thing See y'all